0: girls, we proudly present this podcast to you in all its glory, they are the bearded wonders, the twin sons from different mothers, he is Blake, he is Sal, and together they are the Blake and Sal Show, and if you're not okay with that, I have two words for you, began like many others this one on the mississippi in the shadow of the st louis arch october and the leaves turning and a banner raising and a crowd roaring as the blues celebrated their first ever stanley cup championship when the puck dropped both the Blues and the Boston Bruins, the team they defeated in seven games for the fabled trophy, had wonderful starts. The Bruins dodged the cup hangover and were on their way to the league's best record. They won a fifth straight and nine of their last ten games. Fans were treated to mad dashes for glory. Plays that absolutely baffled us all. Stopping saves in the goal crease. Is the saves of the year? This league and its stars were rolling. Reaching milestones and chasing history. 700 red lights. The calendar flipped to March. The push for the playoffs in full swing. Down the home stretch. And then. The world changed. A global pandemic, a shift in importance. We really need to come together as a nation. A new set of heroes in uniforms without numbers. You don't get to clock out and just go home and decompress. The rest of us waited awkwardly, applauding the gallant, following instructions. Stay at home. Hoping, praying going through a range of emotions. Obviously, we've missed playing, but we'll get through it. Stay healthy and stay safe through all this. For hockey fans, the sun finally burst through the clouds, finalized plans to return to play, skates hitting the ice as phase numbers got bigger. For some, seasons in jeopardy because of injury are no longer full recovery and a return to their teams. This time, some things have changed. Not only the time of year, but 24 teams get a shot most ever in history, and they do so in two locations. Some things haven't changed. The dedication to win, the intensity that has always made Stanley Cup action the best in sports. And though some of the ways we cover this will be exciting and different, One thing won't change for us. Our commitment again to show you every game on all our platforms. very first play-in game to the presentation of this hardest trophy to win. The St. Louis Blues are the Stanley Cup champions! We're tired of saying we can't wait. Now we won't have to, and neither will you. See you at Center Ice.
1: I said you might know like to eat 11 days a week. Wings and pizza. Stuff that crust with extra cheese. Yeah, yeah we feasting on the wings and pizza. I'm so hungry, I can't stop. Bring that wings and pizza. Give me all the ranch you got. For that wings and pizza Pizza Hut is a piece of art Extra large, click, add to cart Eat parmesan right off the plate Red pepper flakes got me sweating hard Wings so hot, making me cry Dabba the reaper, I wanna die Lemon and pepper, all of my fries I paid in cash, my car was declined Bake that bun watching it rise. Bigger the cake, the bigger the size. I'm gonna bounce these Big Mac buns right in the back of my yard. I'm gonna scream for ice cream. Out in it, make, make a, scene. a scene. I got cookbooks, but I don't read. Better believe I know yeah. how to eat. Combo, copy
2: it, pepperoni topping it. Better say, John, when you say
3: who the... Pop- Hello and welcome to the Black South Show episode number 343. I'm Blake, and I'm sitting up in the office today this because um, Mandy took a PTO day, so I'm up in the office, so this isn't this is nice for me today. Let me get my co-host, first of all, the biggest I'm podcasting, the man who's still, for some reason, in the Big Brother house. Sal, how you doing?
4: Um, so, I, um, you know, when 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 you play the role of floater and no one really pays attention to you, you kind of skate by.
3: I'm trying to see how you would actually be in the show when you're, if you're ever going on it.
4: Oh, I would win.
3: <laughs> okay, so I have to ask. Because we've been doing the show for close to eight years, and this might just be the dumbest song we've ever played to open the show. What the hell is this?
4: <laughs> um, this is not a dumb song. Um, so you know, everyone knows the you know everyone knows the Cardi B WAP song, and it's very vulgar and. We like to be, you know, a little politically correct here. Fuck that so shit. I figured. <laughs> I figured. Let's play. Let's play a parody of of WAP, and and this is Lardy B, and the song is Wings
3: and Pizza. This is this is bad. This is really bad. No, it's not this a is so bad. It's what I'm talking
4: about. I'm I don't usually it's on repeat on my playlist.
3: I do not usually criticize the songs we play on the show from other people, but this is really bad. Come on, it's free. Oh my god! So okay, well, um, Mark's off this week. He's taking the week off because this is a not a wrestling show at all. Despite people think this is a wrestling podcast, this is not. I try to tell people that, but it's because wrestling seems to be the only thing going on during the pandemic, so that's not our fault. Um, <laughs> what the
4: hell is Scotty doing?
3: I, he's um working. He is working. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so all right, we have a couple people on the line, and I. By the way, on the record, I did not stop the music. It just ran out. So just for the record. uh, You're welcome. First of all, we have two people on the line to talk some hockey with us today. First of all, the man with a kitty hitting him right now. (laughs) Sometimes I dream that he is me. Mike, welcome back to the show.
1: How you guys doing today?
3: Doing good.
4: I I haven't heard that song in so long.
3: <laughs> oh, no, no, it's funny, style. When Mike came on for the um, D Five special I did for the Move a Minute um, convention, Mike came on for that, and I played his theme music, and that was his exact reaction too. <laughs> the guy who apparently is just taking us out on a walk with a Chelsea background. Scotty, welcome to the show. Well, hello. Yes. I I told him a long time ago when we get to sports again, I will bring him on. And here we are. We're here. So there we go. <laughs> nice ceiling.
2: Yes. So, thanks. I'm in my parents' garage looking for my gloves to give to my kid. There you go. My
3: goalie that I coach. <laughs> all right, Sal, let's we'll start the show. We got a lot to do. Let's do it. Help support the show and find all the platforms. You can find the show and other projects we work on at the Blake and Uh,
4: yes, and you can buy our shirts, stickers, hoodies, uh, wings and pizza combos and more the <laughs> Public Store. <laughs> Click on the top Public link on our website, go to teapublic.com, search blake show, and you can now go to belowtocollar.com, search the show there, and you can buy our fabulous
3: Wings and pizza stained shirts there. Not all items actually available. Unless your dad eating as they're eating dinner with dad. We always stain his shirts when we're eating. Um, yes. <laughs> um, by the way, I'm actually not wearing one of our t-shirts today. I'm actually wearing my brand new Geek Party Night t-shirt that I got from Public. Support local okay. artists. So Very there you nice. go. <laughs> so, all right. Let's hit the commercial. We'll come back. I'll get my plugs out of the way because I actually have a couple things I got to plug. And then we'll get started with the show. All right. So... Next week, <laughs> next week. Apparently, I'm going to be everywhere next week. Monday, I'm going to be over on the All About the Mouth Disney podcast talking about the history of the Disney Afternoon, and on Tuesday, I'm going to be on the Bare Naked ABCs, um, talking about the song "If I Had a Million Dollars." So there you go. Oh, You'll find me okay. on both shows next week.
4: Well, that's fantastic.
3: <laughs> and by the way, for those that are wondering, that is part one of two of episodes for "If I Had a Million Dollars." They're doing a two-part special. So That
4: song gets two episodes. You'd
3: be surprised. What? It took us an hour and a half to get to the first half. What? <laughs> I'm not joking. It's a three
1: minute song.
3: You'd be surprised. <laughs> they got an hour out of a 15 minute rap on their on a concert one time. Like I'm not joking. What <laughs> so goes on on that show? <laughs> anyway, hey, hey. anyway, haven't had not opened the show with this in a while, so hang on. I want to make sure I have it queued up All right. Here we go.
2: Yeah. Even not yet. Unbelievable. The championship to New Jersey. The Devils win the Stanley Cup. There once was a referee born in Rockford. He refs such a terrible game. This is your time.
1: Now go out there and
0: take it. We have the heart of a champion. You cannot measure it. You can only feel it.
1: And when everyone says it can't be done. Ducks fly again.
4: I see pride. I see power. I see a badass mother who don't take no crap of nobody.
1: Cold, very cold. The only tough part when it's cold is loading up the bus.
2: Pain heals, chicks, dig scars. Glory Last forever.
3: Most I think you're gonna want to hear this. So, okay, I got to make a comment before I play the first thing here, because I was literally gonna go into something, but then I'm looking at Scotty's screen. Like okay, I gotta tell a quick story. Back at the Movies My Minute Community thing, we did, we had a full-day session, and one of our people put his camera up, and we literally watched him the entire day doing housework. That's what I feel like was <laughs> going on with Scotty right now. <laughs> You're just watching him do housework while doing the show.
2: <laughs>
3: oh, there he is. I, I was getting a glass of orange juice you, It's just funny to me. Like <laughs> he puts the phone down right? in the middle of the and draw. It's funny. Okay. Let me get let me get hit the music I was gonna hit instead. Sal, just so you know, I'm literally going to recycle every single one of our hockey bits from this season throughout this show. Just so you know. Boy, yay, <laughs> hooray. So, okay, let's we'll start with this one. The NHL bubble. I, I was, I'll I throw it around. Me and Sal kind of talked about it a little bit throughout the last couple of weeks, but we haven't really had a full conversation. Mike, we'll start with you, though. What did you think of the bubble in general?
1: I mean, I think it was a fantastic idea because they got that shit done. Um, sure. Just seeing what's going on with, like, the... Uh, uh, the, with baseball and with the uh, nfl currently like what they gone through throughout the season with like uh obviously with covid and everything uh i think it was great that they went through the entire the entirety of the playoffs even the playing games and they had i didn't i've seen the official number it's like thirty thousand or something like that amount of tests and they didn't have one single positive case that is the entirety that's impressive uh, it's extremely yeah. impressive. So that was just, I think what they did, and though I'm not a big basketball fan, what the uh, NBA has been able to do was put in, like just getting their players dedicated enough to finish the season and to basically sit still away from their families for uh for like a month or two. I, I think it was just really outstanding and really uh outrageously done. Yeah, Scotty? Uh Yeah, I have
2: to agree with everything you guys have said. Um, I thought it was a perfect example of how if we ever – endure this in the future uh definitely it's something to look at and say this is how it needs to be done this is how you do it um i did watch a documentary how in toronto they were letting teams go and uh have some fun in tfc stadium the soccer stadium in toronto so that was kind of cool they Hmm. were able to get outside and run off some steam so it didn't feel like a prison but um in the end, it's just, it had to be done. They got the season done. Dallas didn't win, so I'm very happy.
3: <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get there in a minute. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Um, I would say, say, Scottie, what documentary did you watch? I have not seen a documentary about this yet. Where was the documentary?
2: It was on YouTube. Okay, um, I have to find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a brief. I watched it, and then Cobra Kai came, so I was like, okay.
3: Fair enough. <laughs> okay, fair enough. i still have to watch Cobra here. It's on my list. I haven't just haven't had a chance. Problem is the G one's going on and when I'm home I'm watching that, so I haven't had a chance to watch it, anything else yet. <laughs> I have a list. So Alright, so Sal, any more thoughts on the bubble? We've been talking about it for weeks, but Um, yeah, Now, I mean my my my
4: concern is is when the season when the new season starts up again in January. Because obviously they're not gonna be able to do a uh a, a bubble situation unless they do multiple bubbles and I, you know, do like four, one for each division. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how it's going to work.
3: Yeah. I, I'm not sure either. I'm it kind of does worry me, especially because they want to start on new years and everyone knows what a classic New years that again, if you ask Florida, they could put 65,000 people in Miami stadium. So who knows Weird things are possible right now? You know, even though the numbers are going up in Florida, who knows? Uh, <laughs> yep. The one thing we haven't really brought up was the social justice stuff that was going on. And the fact that the NHL did not run away from it. They highlighted it. I got to give them all the credit in the world for that. Sal, the Black Lives Matter stuff and everything else that was going on. And like, I give them credit because they decided we're going to do like pregame ceremonies and all this kind of stuff. And I really appreciated that kind of stuff. Right, Sal?
4: Yeah. I mean, this was this is a very interesting year in sports in general, you know, just with COVID and everything going on and how every single league had to just really just go to the drawing board and, and do something original and do something new and something that's never been done before. And then, you know, you throw on, you know, Black Lives Matter and, you know, everything else has been going on in the world. It's just, you know, it's there's, there's been a lot going on uh, and it really speaks to just us as people That we've had to endure so much in such a short amount of time um and the fact that you know leagues like you know nhl and stuff like that have taken the opportunity to raise awareness for what's been going on in the world and and not shying away from it because you know it's it's just it's something that needs to be said and it's a story that needs to be told and you know, it is, you know, I, I, I was reading comments online, which is never a good idea. Never but a good idea. People were, com- <laughs> people, people were complaining that, you know, oh, you know, why are you shoving this in our face? It's everywhere, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you, you have to just think of the fact that there's, there's one comment in particular, and I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember exactly what it was. But this one person said about people complaining and about people saying, oh, well, all lives matter. Uh take the situation and let's pretend you are in a children's hospital visiting sick kids Mm -hmm. and you're there with your healthy kid and you're going to walk in there and basically you're saying oh well my kid is more important than these kids when the focus in that moment should be on the sick kids not on the healthy kid I, I agree with and that. That's, that's kind of like how people need to really look at this Black Lives Matter situation because, you know, yes, all lives matter. Of course
3: it does. But we're focusing on that right now. And that's how it should be viewed. That's true. It, as, as I said to you when we put together our new logo, it's on our logo. You know where we stand. You know, I just, I'm just i just saying. Um, yeah. Mike, any quick thoughts?
1: I think the only thing that the NHL kind of slipped on was the, uh, when like the NBA like postponed games and MLB had everyone doing the walk-offs. The NHL did slack a day on that, but at least they were like man enough to kind of like admit that they were wrong and did eventually like postpone a couple games. True. I think they just slipped on the exact moment of it. I think they probably, uh, should have maybe just done it outright along with everyone else that's the only complaint i have with what they did though i think everything else was pretty uh well suited like that was the only slip i thought very I, true
3: i didn't even think of that it's a good point scotty any thoughts
2: uh no everyone pretty much hit it on the head um i mean it's a it's an important matter that i think needs to be addressed in every league you know in every situation like i mean you have both races playing hockey together, you know. It's like no one's better than the other person. We're all the same. So I thought it was definitely addressed pretty well.
3: It's true. All right, let's we'll get to the playoffs. The 2014 playoffs. We did all our predictions. We did all our stuff. We, most of us really sucked at our picks. But um, let's be honest here, we kind of sucked. But um I really like the format. Um a quick one quick thing I always like keeping track of and I like the thank someone else for doing the math on this I didn't have to this year. There was 25 overtime games this year. <laughs> Seven multi overtime games including the Tampa Columbus five overtime game. Which is insane when you think about bubble play. And the fact that they were all together. They had these ridiculously long games. We had to postpone games because of overtime. And <laughs> all these random things that were going on. Especially in the first round. Like, there was so much going on. So, I really did enjoy the format. Um, let's get right into this, though. Because I know we, we've been talking about that for a while. Let's move right into the Stanley Cup Finals. And last week, Sal, we didn't really talk about it much. Because we, had a, we were doing a wrestling team show. So I'll play this. We can actually talk about it more.
0: Got it on back to the point, and another shot is blocked back down. They hustle back for it, and uh, trying to get there, and to get a trigger pull of a shot that went wide that time was Goodrow. And the Tampa Bay Lightning have won the Stanley Cup.
3: I'd like to thank Tampa for putting their goal song on Spotify. It made my life so much easier today. Um, <laughs> this is um, Mona Goons, which is their goal song. But it's on Spotify, and they have two versions, and they have the goal song version. That's the version I'm using here. So there you go. Okay. Tampa Bay, they won the Stanley Cup four games to two, obviously beat Dallas 2-0. Victor Hedman winning the comp and Tampa Bay becoming the first team to come back from a sweep the year before to win the Stanley Cup. Which is insane. Style threw that stat at me. I had no clue that was a thing. Um <laughs> I'll throw it around, Scotty, your thoughts. Tampa beating Dallas when the Stanley the cup.
2: Well I was a- <laughs> ecstatic. Um because Dallas fans are dicks, just saying. Um,
4: <laughs> okay.
2: I've had many battles with them. Um, well, I mean, as a Predators fan, it's literally like a Devils fan being happy that the Rangers won the Stanley Cup. You just – it's not – you don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh,
3: it's funny um, it's funny because scotty tried to use the islanders thing against me i'm like i was rooting for the islanders for most of the playoffs <laughs> Like that doesn't count that doesn't count <laughs> i think we
4: all were yeah.
3: yeah anyway sorry scotty <laughs> uh
2: but yeah it was a good series um and uh i'm just i mean the whole year has been so insane that i was kind of relieved that it was over just yeah it's like, it's September and we have the Stanley Cup, like this just doesn't make any sense.
3: No. So Twenty Twenty. <laughs> That's what it is. Mike, go ahead.
1: Well, like Scotty was saying, it's like you know, like usually September is like time for like preseason. So to have like Stanley Cup Finals games, it's like and it was just like a, a we went so many months without any sports and then all of a sudden we had the Stanley Cup Finals, the NBA finals. Baseball playoffs are starting. Football starting. Like it was like, oh my god! Brazilian like, I mean, soccer was, was going
3: on. WWE was, was
1: that, going on.
4: There was that stat. I don't remember exactly what day it was, but it was one day where the first time ever, every single major sport league was running a game. Yeah, I sent on the you that.
3: Day. I do that stat. That was the one of those graphics that popped. I'm like, holy shit! That's insane. I never knew that that was a thing. And like, wow! I never thought about it.
1: Yep. But as for the finals, um, I mean, I was probably, like, with you guys. I was rooting for the Islanders until they got uh, beat by Tampa. And honestly, like, e- even throughout the finals, I-, I was actually kind of, like, rooting for Dallas a little bit, only because it's, like, they're not my conference, so, like, I don't care. Um, <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. I have nothing against Tampa. It was just I needed, like, a rooting interest with her. But Tampa was definitely the better team, like, throughout, even the even in the finals. Like, even though Dallas won, did win two games, I just thought ta- – Tampa was the better playing team. Completely, my only complaint is I really think Vasilevsky should have gotten the Con Smythe. That's just my opinion. Played every game, goals against less than like two at the end. Like, uh, I think that was a little misplaced. Yeah, I was you know, I was leaning toward Braden
3: Point personally. That's actually where I was leaning for so that. The that would have been my second.
1: Yeah, yeah I could have seen that. I, I definitely agree with you on that one. But other, I mean, other than that, I mean, Tampa definitely deserved that. And, you know they were just playing well in a hard situation. I think that's really something that both teams should uh hang their hat on. Yeah, I, I'm going
2: Got to go. Throw a curveball here because this might be a Marty Brodor situation, but Dallas lost, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought Doman had a hell of a, a hell of a
3: playoffs. And, I I could agree with that. I could
2: agree with yeah. that. Yeah. What if you give him the con Smythe just for his performance throughout the entire playoff series, like
3: like the Duke Air back in two thousand three? I know what you're saying, the yeah, the often forgotten was... Conn Smythe winner of the two thousand three playoffs.
1: <laughs> if they go seven, he's got a better chance.
3: Yeah, it's a good point.
1: It, it's they a good won point. Seven in the finals, yeah. True, true. So,
3: um, Sal, any last words, or we move on? Yeah, let's move on. Cool. Like I said before. I'm bringing out everything and we we, we we did the entire playoff run and n- we never got to actually play this on the show. So, <laughs> well,
4: hello up there. We're on the tonight.
3: Let's look at the NHL awards. Now, the thing is, I had it all, like, back in March. Like, I had our schedule for the podcast planned, like, a month in advance, that everything got thrown out the window. (laughs) Everything got thrown out the window back in March. But um, I was like, cool, Well, we'll record our NHL award show early in June, like we always do, and then we'll do an award show like we do every year. And then they started announcing the awards during the conference finals. I'm like, I guess we're not doing an award show this year. Because we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's go through the winners of the NHL Awards. Something we don't normally do. Because usually we're doing predictions. But I guess we'll go through the winners. Um, I'll go. I'll read them off and everyone will comment as we go. We'll start with the... I'll turn the music off. Um, we'll start with the Hart Trophy, who also won the Ted Lindsay. He also won the Hart Ross. It was Leon Daffney from Edmonton Oilers. Mike, right pick, wrong pick?
1: Uh, I, I think it was kind of the right pick. I mean, it's kind of hard to judge, especially like playing with a player like McDavid. But Dry Saddle, I mean, it's just a... I mean, I don't think he's one of these guys who will probably wind up winning it again. I think he's just a really good player with a really good teammate. Um, I don't think he's really the type that could carry a a team alone. Um, But I I have no problem with it. I I think McKinnon probably should have gotten it, but I have no problem with that.
3: I feel like you've been saying McKinnon should win MVP like four years in a row now. (laughs) That's been a thing you've been saying for years. How many has he won?
4: True. Sal? Uh, I was distracted by Scotty taking a bite out of his uh, food. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I'm, I'm... I'm with Mike on this. I mean, he, yeah, I mean, I, you know, yeah, you won, but it's like,
3: eh, I don't think you could do it again. Fair enough. Scotty, any thoughts? We just skip to the most important one, please. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Chill out. <laughs> and just for <laughs> just that, the, hard, the, the
1: most important.
3: I had it in order. I had it in order. And now that Scotty said that, I'm going to go to the next one. The Bedna Trophy. Connor Helgevon from the Winnipeg wow. Jets.
4: I, oh, now I, I gotta scroll.
3: Oh. <laughs> I just read it. It's not like you have to go on the screen. So, um, I, I, am not gonna lie. The awards this year were weird because I'm like, who the hell was even nominated in these categories? And I put the, I put the graphics up on our Instagram page, and I forgot the nominations when they were announcing things. Um, Mike, your thoughts on the Vesna?
1: Um, I have no pro- problem with Hillibuck winning it. I mean he's basically like the the Jets like only like competent goaltender. Without him, they do nothing. Um, enough. you can also make an argument for Vasileski. I know he was nominated. Um uh, honestly either one of the two would have been fine. I don't think Tuco was as good, but he was the best he was the starting goalie on the best team. So I don't know if that's an automatic nod or not, but um I, I think they picked right with Hellebuck. So
4: yeah, I agree. Uh I mean he was he was really strong during the season, so I I don't I don't have an issue with uh, him winning.
3: Yeah. So well, Scotty, thoughts?
2: Uh I think it's a good pick. I've always thought of Hellbuck as a uh, talented goalie, so I'm okay with it.
3: Alright. know Scotty really wants to talk about this. The James North Memorial Trophy. Roman Nosi, National Predators, wins this one. I was very happy to see that. And for some reason we're looking at another seal and Scotty I'll throw it to you first. I don't know what the hell you're doing now. <laughs> Scotty, go ahead.
2: Uh, yeah, so I basically flipped my shit when this happened because I was like, <laughs> Roman Yossi. Literally. <laughs> defender in the league. He had a hell of a season. He carried the team. We weren't the greatest. I mean, we gave up a lot of goals, but we didn't score a lot. Like, oh, I mean, maybe we'll
3: discuss... Uh, are they the Devils? Hey. <laughs> They got, the, they got our they got our old coach. <laughs> Why is Dad
4: sending me videos on Facebook Messenger? I don't know. I'm not even looking at my phone. He's supposed to be off today. <laughs> I'm not
3: looking at my phone. All right. He's
2: under the Stanley Cup though. Don't you worry.
3: Well, I hope so. Mike, Romanosi
1: I'm gonna give him th- I'm gonna give him this one especially for Scotty. Um... <laughs> You know, I got nothing. Uh, I mean, he, he's a great player. Um, he was always one of those, like, top defensemen, maybe not the top defenseman for a number of years. Uh, Hedman, I feel like, is nominated, like, every year, so it's almost, like, cliche at this point, and there's no <laughs> way <in laughs> that, yeah, let's give it to the Capitals. So, I mean, out of the three, I definitely would prefer Yossi, uh, and I was happy that he was the one that got it out of the three that were nominated.
3: Fair enough. Sal, any thoughts? Uh,
4: yeah, no, I agree. I mean, he's a fantastic player and uh
3: very well deserved i'm gonna wrap a bunch of these together look at the clock and we still have to get to the draft lady bing the we, we always joke the nice nice trophy my favorite award yes my favorite goes to nathan mckimmon there you go he won that one the calder Memorial trophy went to cal mackar from colorado um the jack adams went to bruce cassidy of the boston bruins oh. the bill masterson went to bobby ryan of the ottawa senators before i finish up the awards any thoughts mike
1: I think this Calder Trophy uh, this year was probably one of the, the closest and one of the best ones, I think, in the previous years. I mean, between Cal McCarr and the uh, the good Hughes, um, hey. I, <laughs> I really think that they uh, I it, they really could have given it to any of them. I mean, Ma- Cal McCarr, I feel like, was on the better team. So I feel like, like uh, Quinn Hughes had a lot more that he had to do for a very young and plucky Vancouver team that – might be really good in the next couple years as a lot of those players start maturing. But I, I think the Calder Trophy race was probably one of the best we've had in a few years.
3: And there you go. Any thoughts on the awards I read off, Sal? Uh, uh no. Fair <laughs> enough. Scotty, any thoughts on the ones I just read off? Uh, I don't know where he is anymore. He's off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> he fell into the abyss. Oh, the, there King, is. the King Clancy. Went to uh, Maduma in Minnesota. The Mark Messier Leadership Award went to Mark Gagano in Calgary. And the General Manager of the Year Award went to Lou Lammarillo in the New York <laughs> Islanders. That, that was... that was really he earned that one. He earned that one. <laughs> turned this damn team around. Lou! <laughs> no. Sal, I'll throw it to you first. Any of those awards uh, you want to discuss? You know, yeah, Lou...
4: Uh, I miss Lou. I really do. I do, do. too. Um, <laughs> he he really did turn the Islanders around. I mean, they, they, they haven't been, they wouldn't have gotten as far if they didn't have that type of leadership. Um, you know, they, they, they sucked for a very long time and now they're, you know, a playoff team, you know, they, they had a chance to actually go to the Stanley cup. I mean, uh, you know, Lou definitely deserved it. And uh, I, I'm very happy about him winning.
3: Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I, I saw Lou win. I I'm like,
1: good for him. He deserved this one. He really did earn this one. Uh, Mike, your thoughts? No, I completely agree. Just the pieces that he's brought in there and the, how they meld together. I mean, there's no, like, with the exception of, like, Barzal and maybe you could say Pajot at the deadline. Like, there's not a lot of big names on this Islander team, but it's a lot of personalities and players that just play really well together. And a lot of that has to do with the pieces put together by Lam- Lamarillo. Um, I don't think – I mean, I'm pretty sure you won Coach of the Year last year. Um, the coach. Oh my god, the names escaping me. I hated them on the cap. I like them there.
3: Bruce Boudreau. There
1: we go. Yeah, I, I think Brad A go. lot of uh, for putting those pieces together, but for giving him the right pieces to work with, I definitely think it's well deserved.
3: Yeah, I agree. Any other thoughts, Scotty, on any of this? No. All right, cool. And the uh, obvious awards, the ones that we always joke about when we do the award show. The Rocket Richard went to. Um, Alexander Ovechkin and David Pa it. You should have went to Ovechkin. He should have been breaking Gresky's record, but the pandemic happened, so that didn't happen this year. Um <laughs> and then um uh Tuka Rask and oh Rask and Halak both they both tied to get they both got the Boston Bruins for the Williams Memorial Jennings trophy. I what's funny about the William Jennings trophy for me, I was in my thick of the trophy. I think this is how Mike Dunham got awards back in the Marty Rodora era. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Only
3: had to play twenty five and be on the team, and stay out of and and that kept him out of the expansion draft. Um. <laughs> so, all right, let's do this.
4: Sal,
3: so, I'll throw it to you. Let's start with the news. I, I I did this in sections. The first section was um coaching changes and manager changes. So you can just read them off. You don't have to read them individually. So go ahead.
4: All right. So uh, so the Arizona Coyotes, who apparently are butt buddies with the Devils, all of a sudden. Uh, they named Bill Armstrong as their general manager. Uh, Washington Capitals named Peter Laviolette as head coach. And the Devils named Mark Reggie as their assistant coach.
3: Yeah, these are, these are pretty good. These are pretty interesting things. We had talked about Lindy Ruff back when it happened. So, Mike, any thoughts on these? Even bringing Lindy Ruff if you want to. Oh,
1: God, I thought that was a terrible choice. Fair enough. <laughs> why? <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. That's funny. Oh. Why, though, Mike? i don't know i just i don't think he's uh i don't think he's that great a coach i mean he, okay when was the when, when did he make he made the final one 99. For that, like, 99. Ninety nine. <laughs> like, over 20 years that's ago. all we need well, what's funny is better than the
4: last two coaches what's funny is he's
1: been in the finals more recently than he's been and he's been in the league the whole time like, <laughs> That's sad. I, I don't know. I I really think with Gallant available, I thought just what he's done with Vegas. I really thought he was maybe like the kind of coach to bring in. what's but... still
3: available, by the way. The funny part he's exactly. still available.
1: But that maybe that shows that maybe there's a reason he's still available. So, yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm not an executive, but I I don't know. It's just glad it's not my team.
4: True. All right. You know, Placey was right for yelling
1: at you that one day. <laughs>
3: Go back our. I, I put that episode up by the way in our archives over the summer, so go look at that. That is up on the archives.
1: <laughs> oh, that's
3: fantastic! All right, so continue on with trades and other fun fun stuff that's gone on before the draft. Um,
4: okay, so St. Louis traded Jake Allen and the 2022 20, seventh round pick because why bother? to Montreal for a 2020 third round and
3: seventh round pick. You know what's funny? I wondered listening to the second and third round how Montreal ended up with, like, so many fucking picks. It was trades like this. <laughs> like, what the fuck happened here?
4: Why are we trading seventh round picks? Like, at that point, it's like
3: it's like the bottom of the barrel. Like, why bother? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so I do Ga- that. Jake Allen went to Montreal. Mike, um, any thoughts?
1: I mean, it, it's good to have a competent backup so Price could maybe get, like, a game off here and there and Macho doesn't have to worry about, like, losing a playoff spot. Because basically whenever Price wasn't in the net, it was almost like an automatic loss. And I, I think it just shores up their goaltending situation. But it's very obvious he's going there to be a backup and not a starter. So. True.
3: Very, very true. Um, Scott, any thoughts on Jake Allen going there? Uh, I
2: thought – I mean, I've always liked him. He was in St. Louis, so just – the fact that he's still you know getting opportunity to show what he can do it's it's good for him
3: okay so the next section i call this the pittsburgh penguin section because every single one of these trades these next three <laughs> trades has to do with the pittsburgh penguins look <laughs> <laughs> so ahead sal you can read these off and then we'll throw it right to mike uh
4: okay so toronto maple leaves traded uh caspery Ka- Kas- cappernan uh, pontus abberg and jasper lindgren steve uh to pittsburgh for a 2020 first round pick uh evan rodriguez philip howlander and david Warshofsky and then the pittsburgh penguins traded nick something steve um to minnesota for a conditional 2021 pick And then Pittsburgh also traded because they didn't have enough. Uh, The Patrick Conquist uh, to Florida for Mike Matheson and Colton Steve. (laughs) If I can't say their name, I'm saying Steve. I don't care.
3: (laughs) (laughs) My dad.
4: I mean,
1: honestly, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of these trades. I think Hornfist was still a presence around the net. I'm a little upset to see him go. Um, you know, he scored he scored plenty of, like, really clutch goals in a lot of different, like, especially, like, playoff situations. Um, you know, scored that big goal in uh, the 2017 final, you know, that last one. So, like, you know, he's he's been a big, uh, <laughs> big player on the team for a number of years. So it's kind of upsetting to see him go. The worst part about the Kasperi Kapanen trade is the fact that he was originally our first-round pick and now we've traded a first-round pick to get him back. And it just, I don't know, it just didn't seem I didn't even click to on him. that.
3: That's crazy. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: he was actually the last time the Penguins have had a first-round pick because, you know, we trade him every year. Um, we drafted him, and then we got rid of him, and now we used our first-round pick this year to get him back. So <laughs> Sure.
3: That makes sense. <laughs> that makes perfect yeah. sense. All right, so Sal, the next section is called the stall section. I didn't see why. Yes. (laughs)
4: Uh, So uh, Minnesota Wild, uh, they traded Mark Stahl. Eric Stahl. The Buffalo Sabers. Eric Stahl.
3: Eric Stahl. For for... Eric Stahl. You said the wrong
4: one. (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, See, I got confused because you had the names close together. Uh, Eric Stahl to the Buffalo Sabers for Marcus Johansson, and the Poopy New York Rangers traded Mark Stahl and a 2021 second round pick to Crappy Detroit. (laughs) Uh, for future considerations. <laughs> what does
3: that even mean? I don't even know what the whole future considerations means anymore. Um, Scott, are any thoughts on the stalls being traded? I am eating.
2: <laughs> Let me go back one step. Go ahead. Ponis Aberg, you're going to love them. You really will. Okay. Um, played in Milwaukee, but for the stalls, yeah, it's kind of just uh, – I don't know. They're getting older. I don't think they're as good as they used to be. Yeah, why are they
4: even still around? Aren't they, like, 60 by now? (laughs) Apparently they're
3: older than Chris Jericho? What the hell?
1: (laughs) Well, the one basically got traded for nothing. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Like, seriously, future consideration. Like, they basically were like, here, we'll give you a draft pick. Just take this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'll send you a bag of
3: pucks at the end of the day, too. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's a lot. Traded for a Magapux. That's four like hundred dollars right there. I think I found our title. Traded for a bag of pucks. Yeah. Um I like that. Okay, Sal, so wrap us up. Last big story before the draft.
4: New York Rangers. Okay. poopy. <laughs> they brought out Queen Hendricks' contract, making him a free agent.
3: Yes, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm kind of happy about this because I can now actually root for Hendrick Lundqvist somewhere. <laughs> I can actually root for the guy now because I don't hate the person. <laughs> I just hated the team he played on. That was Supposedly the problem. Washington. Yeah, I've heard Washington, but like I can now actually root for the guy instead of hating the team he's on. Scotty, okay. I'll throw it to you. Hendrick Lundqvist live in New York. Huge because
2: he's been there
3: twenty years.
2: So, obviously, he's getting older. I still think he's talented, but they obviously want to go younger. But did, I checked the sphere today. This is a side story. I don't think you have that on there. No, go ahead. Blackhawks are not renewing Crawford's contract either. Well, Ooh. the Devils are
3: getting rid of Corey Snyder as well. So, that also happened today. So. You
2: know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't renew Pekka's contract. Wow. I don't know how many more years he has left, but.
3: A lot going on. a lot going on this year. With the salary cap staying not 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 going up or down this year. These are gonna be really interesting this week. Um, for those wondering, the free agency does start on Friday. We're obviously putting this up on Friday morning before free agency starts officially. So we'll talk about that next week if anything major major happens. Um, Mike, thoughts on Lunquist before we get out move on.
1: I mean, you know, it's what can't you say about the guy? Obviously he's eventual Hall of Famer. Um you know, it's unfortunate that he's probably never going to wind up being, uh, being a cup winner or being like the starter on a cup winning team. I mean, you might have a couple years left, but it, it's basically like like Marty leaving the Devils for like St. Louis. Like it, it's it's going to be the same thing. He's a
3: that never a happened.
1: who he used to be. We <laughs> got to finish out his career. That still hurts. You know he, why? Yeah.
3: If you watch the Enterprise commercial, that never happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well, it, it's like someone going, I don't know, think of another <laughs> one. Yeah. It, it, someone else then. I oh,
3: know, I didn't like the fact that the Enterprise government just ignores that ever happened.
1: Nope. <laughs> but. no, nah, He's going to wind up being able to play as a backup and get a couple more years out of him. Yeah, but, you that's know, for obviously sure. It's, it's, a, it's a shame whenever you see, like, a, a great per, uh, player's, like, career just basically be over. And maybe they just not realize it yet.
3: Yeah, it's weird. It's it's weird cause they, if you look at, like, the Rangers' history, the, uh, the last two, like, goaltenders that started the play were Mike Richter and Henrik Lundquist. Those are the last two goaltenders in New York that played in the playoffs. Like, (laughs) that's crazy when you think about it. So, uh, and Mike Richter, obviously, was a legend. So, (laughs) it's crazy when you look at that perspective. All right, move on. Sal, I got one more hockey bit in my arsenal that I haven't played yet. We're getting to the draft.
4: The Devil's goal scored by number 76, Blake Riley. Assisted by number 44, Sal Costa. And number 42, Mark
3: Palkowski. Time to go for 32. I feel like Mike's never heard that before. There you go. <laughs> So there you go. Kevin Clark recorded a bunch of stuff for fans, and I got that recorded for the show. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Before we get into the draft, um, what the hell happened with Arizona? Like, I missed this completely. It was completely out of my bubble that Arizona was forced to, re- to forfeit their second-round pick and their first-round pick next year for Woo! violating the NHL Combine testing policy. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> so weird. Raise the roof. Yeah, apparently they admitted to the violation, which forbids physical testing of draft-eligible players before the scouting combine. I have no idea what this means. Don't know what the hell happened here. Mike, do you have any clue?
1: Um, basically, that they were um, they were like they weren't supposed to really have like physical contact with uh, draftees this year because of COVID and all that. And Arizona was just like, eh, you are gonna do it anyway. Fair enough. They out. pulled a Belichick, that's what they did. What's they that? They pulled, pulled a, a Belichick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they got caught like a Belichick. Yes. Yeah. But, but they, they got punished. They did. Out. They got
3: a huge punishment. New thing. your first prom pick next year. That's 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 crazy. So <laughs> All right. Um, we had a couple of trades that happened before the draft. I'll read these off, Sal, because you did a lot of reading the last time around. Montreal Canadiens they traded Max Domi to this, and, it, and their 2020 third round pick to Columbus for Josh Anderson, and then Columbus turned and, turn, and signed Max Domi to a two year extension. <laughs> so, All right. so Mike, quick thoughts.
1: I think that's a really good play by Columbus. I mean, they're always kind of plucky with who they have already. Anyway, and Max Domi will just add a little more toughness to the team.
4: Sal. Yeah, I agree. Um, Very, very good pickup, and why not lock him in for a few extra years because you know he's going to be
3: good. Yeah, it is smart. It's a very smart move. And then Pittsburgh, they traded Matt Murray in their 2020 second-round pick to Ottawa for Jonathan Gruden. Mike, what the hell happened here?
1: uh, Murray and Jari, they were sharing the net for a good part of the year. Uh, Murray, basically every team in the NHL knows his weakness, glove side high. And teams just kept shooting at it. Uh, Jari had an outstanding season. He's a lot cheaper. He's like half the price. Uh, both of them are going into restricted free. we going to be restricted free agents. And uh, Murray was up for like a six, seven million dollar payday. Whereas Jari, we were able to get for like three million a year. So. It was, that was basically more of a financial thing, and don't forget, Jarry was on the All Star team this year, so he yeah. to be on yeah, up and up. So that's true. I actually wanted them to start Jarry in the first round versus Montreal, and they started Murray the first two games. So
3: well, there you go. All right, um, let's um get to the draft and um a weird Tuesday night draft. I I did not like this, but it was a thing that we had to do. We're in COVID world, Tuesday night drafts, and um I'll I'm gonna say right now. Tuesday night, I was also recording the All About the Mid-Dincy podcast. So, the last pick on this list, I did not hear it. I was just watching it on mute. So, the pronunciation of the last guy on this list, I did not know it until literally I was editing the show for the editing stuff for this show. So, I <laughs> just want to throw that out there. Let's start here, though. The most obvious thing I don't know why it took them five whole minutes to tell them what they were doing, but <laughs> I don't understand it. With the first pick in the 2020, 2020- NHF,
4: the New York Rangers are proud to select from the Rumouski Oceanic, Alexi Lafreniere.
3: Yes, there you go. I would love to play the cheers, but they the video cut out. No, oh, he sucks. Yeah, the video oh, cut out on people him. People
4: from Quebec suck. From Quebec
3: suck. Um, that well, I, 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 I was so obvious. It's not even what we're talking about. The important part was who the number two pick was going to be. The Los Angeles Kings are proud to select with the second pick in the 2020 entry draft. From Sudbury Wolves in the entire Hockey League, Quentin Byfield. I, I love the th- the people that were at home with these players. I, I loved it. Because, like, like, wasn't this the one that had, like, the streamers and all the kind of stuff in there? <laughs> that was such a great moment. Like, that's just, that's just, if we're going to do this, you might as well do- have some fun with it. Um, I was going to say one thing about this one. The highest a black player has ever been drafted in NHL history, and they knew they were picking him because they sent him a jersey. So, like, yep. they were ready for <laughs> this one. <laughs> so, very, very cool. Mike, any thoughts?
1: Um, I mean, I, I think it's cool to start seeing some more uh, players of different ethnicities getting, like, recognized. Like, it's not just, like, a. I think it goes along with, like, the Black Lives Matter. I know he wasn't drafted for that. He was drafted for his right. – even more respectable but um i think it's just good to start seeing a more uh varying picture of like the first round of uh hockey picks
3: it's good to know he would have been drafted back in june before all this went down yeah that's that's good to know if you look at it from that perspective you know (laughs) it's it's not something you could say about a lot of things but yeah black lives matter really had nothing to do with this so and I think Scotty's back. Any thoughts? Any thoughts He wanted to throw it to you and we we'll get the Nationals And pick. a wardrobe change. He did. He changed clothes. Like, <laughs> right in the middle I of things. I just pulled my polo off. Um,
2: were there any counterfeit tickets sold to this uh, draft? There That's was my, nobody was there.
3: There was nobody there. It was a virtual <laughs> draft, Scotty.
2: <laughs> well, you know what happened in Chicago. I'm
3: anyway. aware. I was there. There's, a, there's, there's there's audio of this somewhere in the past. <laughs> Okay, we'll move um, on. Any thoughts before we go to number three? Because I do want to play the audio for number three.
2: No, I mean, two good draft picks so far. I mean, we're waiting until the 11th pick because that's the most yes. important one. I but... do have
3: audio, we'll play it when we get there. Um, there's a reason for that. But let's play number three because this was just freaking awesome. Normally, you don't play audio for the number three pick, but this was really awesome.
0: Here is the host of Jeopardy, Alex Trebek. Thank you, Johnny. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Jeopardy! Our category today is the NHL, and here is the clue for you. With the third pick in the 2020 NHL draft, the auto senators choose this player. The correct response,
3: who is Tim Stutzel? Loved, I'm um, going back. Cause I found that audio on a um, on one of the Canadian needs. I couldn't find the NBC feed. I'm like, what a surprise! <laughs> I was straight back. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool moment. The funny part is, that, I'll, I'll be honest about this. I did not wa- I did not see that live because I had left the room for a minute. Yes. And did. I came <laughs> back. I had to rewind in the DVR to see that.
1: Because
3: <laughs> Mandy like, was watching it with me and he's like, You got to rewind it. You got to rewind it. <laughs> you got to see this. Oh, man. All right. Detroit, they picked Lucas Raymond, the only player I think the entire draft that's not from Sweden that they drafted. Um, <laughs> and Ottawa, they, are in, they they drafted Jake Sanderson, which a lot of people over on Let's Go Devils podcast was happy because they did wa- not want him in New Jersey. So, there you go. Oh, okay. That works for them. We move on to the first of three Devils picks. The New Jersey Devils are proud to select from Ziergaden, right winger, Alexander Holtz. That was our actual pick. That was actually our style. You were watching the draft, like I was. Your thoughts on Alexander Holtz?
4: Holy Holtz, I'm so happy. <laughs>
3: You've been waiting all week for that one, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> No, I got to say, this is one of the names I kept hearing about for the last few weeks. I'm like, okay, cool. We got one of the big ones. We got one of the big names. Like, This is going to be good. I I can't wait to see him play as a devil next season. Mike, any thoughts? What
1: was
3: that? Any thoughts to you? Oh, for the
1: devils next season? No, for
3: the Alexander Holtz playing for the devils next season.
1: Oh, honestly, I know nothing about him. Fair enough. All right.
3: Well, this is for Scotty because he was waiting for this one. What a the 11th pick Pittsburgh in the 2020 Pittsburgh NHL draft, band. Nashville Predators are brought to select from St. Petersburg, Yaroslav, Askarov. Yes, Askarov, goaltender, went to Nashville. I'm excited because we get to see a new goaltender in, in Milwaukee more than likely, Scotty. Your thoughts?
2: <laughs> Here's my take on it. Um, Pekka's not getting any younger, and uh, they believe that he's an elite goalie. Um, he's the first goalie drafted in this draft.
3: Uh, yeah.
4: So I think um, he was the highest goalie ever, too, right?
3: I think so. I think they, I think it, Trevor Kidd and Marty Bredor were the highest too, and this was higher than them. So <laughs> Wait,
1: highest uh, draft like, pick uh, for a
3: goalie. Yeah, highest pick for a no, goaltender. Fleury oh no, 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 no! Didn't the Islanders draft one at number one?
1: Flurry was drafted number one. Anyway. Yeah, so it was
3: Flurry, and I remember uh, the Islanders did want number one too. I remember that too. Anyway, Scotty, back to you.
2: Uh, this could be a double-edged sword, like because goalies are the hardest position to judge. But Nashville is pre- pretty confident that he's going to be an elite goaltender, and I'm pretty confident too. So we may not even see him in Milwaukee because
3: if they can uh, get, uh, offload Pekka's contract, like true. I didn't think about that when I think originally.
2: And think of yeah. how many cap you're saving. Like sure, it'll be a rebuilding year, but if you can. Sorry, Pekka, you've been a great servant, but this is business. Like, great I mean, servant. Saros, <laughs> did you not notice in the playoffs, all that three-game series, I guess, how Saros was starting all the games? I
3: did notice that. I did notice that.
2: So, obviously, I think they want to start with Saros again this coming year, and you can just say bye to Pekka and,
3: you know, go from there. And you know what, Scotty? We could always say we start Pekka score goal. So, there you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Blake, just real quick, that goalie for the Islanders? Duh, Rick DiPietro.
3: DiPietro, of oh, course, right. DiPietro. I knew it was going to be somebody, something obvious. So, <laughs> all right, let's move on. The New Jersey Devils are proud to select from Chikutomi Center, Dawson Mercer. I was listening to the Devil's Podcast. I keep plugging them because I listen to them all the time, and they they actually were high on Dawson Mercer. So I'm excited yeah. for this him. I'm really high. They're really high on this pick, so I, I'm excited to see this from Sal. Have you heard anything about him?
4: Uh, I, I heard a lot of good things. Um, he's got a powerful shot and just a playmaker and stuff like that. So
3: fair enough. And finally. The, 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 one of the main reasons I want to play clips here because I knew it was, the, neither one of us is going to pronounce this right. So, the number 20 pick for the New York Devils. Again, I was on mute. I'm watching the screen half-half. And this is right after the Rangers traded up to 19 to take the player that everyone thought the Devils was going to take at 20. At Schneider, everyone thought it was going to go at 20 to the Devils. The Rangers went up and stole them right above us. So, assholes. they went and did this. The New Jersey Devils are proud to select from Ufa, defenseman Shakir
2: Mukamadoulin.
4: <laughs> what? Woo! What the hell? Well, people people were, like, confused because, like, uh, he was, like, projected to go, like, third round. Yeah. <laughs> so why the hell was he number 20? Um, I... But, I mean, they had two really strong picks, so, like, why not take a chance on a defenseman, and I heard some decent things, so I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, if anything, he'll just be, like, you know, pretty
3: good just playing for the baby doubles. Yeah, it just—it was so weird and so random. I'm like, what the hell? Like, what? okay, what the hell's going on on Scotty's frame now? What the hell's going on now? <laughs> it went black, and all of a sudden I see, like, purple lighting out of nowhere. Like, so random down there. So oh, there he is. There he is. Alright. So, alright. Well, that, I just wanted to bring that up in an audio clip, because I didn't want to Okay, any other thoughts about the NHL going into probably a January start? It sounds like Mike I'll start with you.
1: Um I mean it's I hope they can do it, right? Kind of like what uh I think it was Scotty touched upon it earlier about like, you know, it's not like they can do a, bu- a big bubble like they were doing before. It was great that they were able to get through the playoffs like they did. I am a little curious as to um how they are going to do the season are they going to do fans in the stands are they going to allow season ticket holders that to, to come in like how are they going to wind up doing that it's, it's a lot of things that we uh we're still gonna find out uh my girlfriend and her dad are season ticket holders for the devils so they're start, trying like they're still paying for season tickets even though there's possibly no fans in the stands next year so they're there's a little like personal trying to figure out what's going on with that
3: oh wow okay fair enough mm-hmm. i didn't think about that perspective that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Sal, any last thoughts? I mean, Scotty, any last thoughts on hockey? Maybe starting in January overall.
2: So, the issue with that is a lot of arenas aren't allowing any fans in until the new year. Like, for the Admirals and the Wave, it's the same situation. So, um, I think it gets pushed back even more, and we do start the season without fans completely. Like, I mean – you could have another season like MLS is doing it right now or they don't have any fans, somehow along fans. But, I mean, it sucks. But once this uh, whole situation gets resolved, we can go back to enjoying the sport that we love. We just got to hang tight a little bit, you know, and uh, continue striving to be done with this horribleness.
4: I agree. Sal? Um, any Was there any news on AHL Like are they doing anything
3: I think they're waiting for the NHL I think everyone's waiting
4: okay. I think they have a January 1st
2: Start too but I mean Put your seatbelt on safety.
4: Scotty <laughs> God I, I damn it. It. Safety first God damn
3: it Anyway you were saying yes, <laughs> You were saying Scotty
2: Um, I mean even the MASL like they can't start till after January like their target date is January 8th but it's like you're going to see a situation where half the teams are playing and half the teams aren't so
3: alright well we'll see what happens I guess we'll see how this works Sal I do have I have two words for you Okay. and I think you see where this is going because we're we're, uh, what we're doing in our world
2: welcome to another edition of (laughs) Yeah.
3: <laughs> anyway, on that note On that note, we'll get out of here. <laughs> Welcome! Uh, to another one. I did not mean to do that, that another twice. Another Hang on. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that twice. I didn't mean to do that. Alright. It was on that purpose. Alright. So we'll get out of here. Go.
4: Uh, For more information on our show, including where you can listen, just go to theblankton.com or our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages and leave a comment or uh, rating and review, and
3: we'll read it on the show. Yes, um, we are part of the Wisconsin Podcast Association. For more information, go to wisconsinpodcast.com. And by the time you hear this show, we will know whether or not we won Best Comedy in Wisconsin. We will find out actually the night as we're recording this. So we'll see what happens. Trust me, if we won, you (laughs) You will know. (laughs) We will not be quiet about this if we won. Cause that would be an saying, be a party. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Social distancing and all. We'll figure it out. But if we win, you will know. Um. So that being said, Mike, thank you so much for coming on. This was awesome. Oh,
1: thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure.
3: Scotty, thank you for joining us and apparently taking us on your day. Uh, this last hour. <laughs>
2: I've uh, yeah, I'm on my way to practice, and then I have a game tonight in Osha.
3: So. So well, as you we had we had fun doing this. So that's good. <sighs> we're gonna close with um we're gonna close with King of Country, with Tori Kelly and Kirk Franklin together. I just figured a little something slower, low-key to end the show today. Be good. Um, next week, Dad'll be back, Mark will be back, and we'll look back at the WWE draft and other news notes that come out of there because there's always a lot of rich that goes on. And also we'll look back at really a lot of the injury news that's becoming on NXT, because NXT is weird and crazy. So <laughs> a lot of injuries going on over there. <sighs> That being said, let's get out of here, Sal. Right on time. I'm Blake. I'm Sal. And you've been listening to the Blake and Sal Show. there and vote. Have a good day, everybody.
0: Together we are bolder, braver, stronger. It seems like a dream, doesn't it? The Stanley Cup presented and raised and celebrated and passed. Whether your team won this tonight or not, if you love this sport, you think how thrilling to get to this moment. In the darkest hours for sports months ago, we viewed empty dressing rooms and masked statues and concentrated on staying safe while admiring the daily courage of others. I am delighted to announce the National Hockey League's plans for our resumption of play. The notion of 24 teams of hockey players from 20 countries All flying back to their home teams for second training camps in July. And after a week of perfect COVID tests there, going to either of two bubble cities to play games, after four and a half months, the skeptics reigned, sat back, but they did not win. The fans leaning forward in their chairs at home did. Beginning on an afternoon on August 1st, the Hurricanes and Rangers started it all off with action. The National Hockey League has returned. And with fire. The games came at a blistering pace in their speed and in their raw daily number. A Chicago goalie who had before survived COVID ousted the Oilers. From the qualifying round.
3: The Blackhawks have pulled off the upset of this series.
0: Facing the Columbus team that swept them the year before. The biggest upset in National Hockey League history. Game one went to the Lightning, though it took over six hours and five overtimes. They went into the fifth overtime! And later, their captain made an inspiring return after nearly seven months. Out. <laughs> Dallas reached the final on the strength of a goalie who had never started a playoff game in his 34-year-old life. What a stop by Udobit. But became bigger than five feet eleven for his team. But this summer reminded us again that the Stanley Cup is a battle of wills and high pain thresholds and bruises and stitches exactly the same as in decades past. Anything to get one win closer to wrapping your hands around that old trophy When next season does begin There'll be a banner night and a fresh set of names on the Stanley Cup But wherever they are fans in all cities all countries all team loyalties can celebrate because the dream we all had needed a plan. And it was men of business and men of athletic skill who created it and agreed to it and accomplished it. And when the last horn sounded tonight and the last bear hug was released, there were handshakes. And afterward, a man of business handed the top prize to a man of athletic skill And then it wasn't a dream anymore. And we could all be so proud that we chose this sport to love.
2: Thank you so very much. Goodbye. And good night.
3: <laughs> Unmute yourself, Sal. You're muted. Oops,
1: <laughs> I forgot.
4: Oh.
2: Oh. oh. Uh-oh. Down goes Blake.
4: <laughs> Somebody's mic died. There we go. There we go.
3: Sorry about that. Yeah. Holy my mic the mic I've been using for like five years just died. Um <laughs> Wow. Okay. There you go. That happened. All right. It, but, but back to introductions here. That's going to be in the bloopers later. Um, <laughs> so much for a clean edit today. All right. Back to introductions.